Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 930 in 716. A county-level standoff on a pretty big political hot-button issue. We deal with people at the clerk's office. We deal with refugees. Uh, They can get licenses. Public officer's law is pretty clear. If you... Uh, do something that is a violation of the public officer's law under New York State law, you, you could lose your job. Ask George Holt. I'm Tim Wenger on the podcast powered by the Brothers of Mercy, a five-star rated skilled nursing residence offering affordable living in a country setting. Erie County Executive Mark Polenkar's warning Erie County Clerk Mickey Kearns that the latter may lose his job over his position on driver's licenses and undocumented immigrants. Kearns last Thursday saying he'll not issue a driver's license for any illegal aliens, even if the state legislature or Governor Cuomo would permit it. The legislature has a bill in committee which would give undocumented people the right to do so. If it fails to pass the legislature, Kearns warning that Governor Cuomo may issue an executive order permitting it. So here we go. One thing that needs to be clarified, uh, and I think uh, when we talk about uh, political spin, is we deal with people at the clerk's office. We deal with refugees. Uh, They can get licenses if they have the proper documentation. Kearns in studio with Susan Rose and Brian Mazurowski. Uh, We deal with student visas. The University of Buffalo uh, is a great example. They have the J-1 visa, and we also deal with people who are employed. I was recently out at Moog. Uh, We are an international city, Buffalo. We're on the international border. So we have to recognize that uh, you do not have to be a uh, United States citizen to get a driver's license, but a driver's license is a privilege. These are people that came here illegally, and it is relevant because as a former legislator, I was in the state assembly, uh, they're going to end their session in June, June 20th, and even if they do not pass these laws, uh, Governor Cuomo, uh, we know, could wake up on the wrong side of the bed and change his mind on something. We passed a bill to save the Children's Psychiatric Center unanimously. He vetoed it. Three months later, he changed his mind and he kept it open. So I think it's relevant to talk about it. It's timely. It's very timely. On Wednesday, I'm meeting with the other clerks who are very concerned. I got a call from the Niagara County clerk who supports me 100%. And I think after Wednesday, when you see the support that I have uh, from other clerks throughout the state, you'll see why this is relevant. I I guess the the big question is, how is this expected to work, though? If this law is passed... How would this work in the clerk's office, ideally under the law? Sure. We're not going to process these licenses. Uh, It's ironic. Uh, The lieutenant governor, uh, I didn't go even as far as her. If you read the New York Times article, she said she would have ICE agents at the door uh, ready to arrest people. Uh, She asked the district attorney to investigate whether this law would be legal. I'll follow what the lieutenant, former lieutenant governor, uh, or maybe she will be the former, but the lieutenant governor, Uh, advocated as the clerk. Uh, But I think when all the clerks throughout the state, remember, these are illegal 
people. They're not here legally. When I do the naturalization ceremonies, I'm very proud because we do passport outreaches to say to them, thank you for doing it the right way. Thank you for doing it legally. And uh, I am very proud of them. People follow the laws and they become citizens because, of course, uh, my grandparents' uh, parents were immigrants from Ireland. So I'm not against immigrants. I'm against people who come here illegally. All right. You mentioned before that you do driver's licenses for refugees, for immigrants Yes, now, that's correct. With proper documentation. Right. What is proper documentation? Well, you need a Social Security card or some type of uh, clearance from Homeland Security. If people remember on September 11th, uh, we had a terrorist attack where people came to this country using false documentation. Uh, it's not only a license, it's not only a privilege to drive, it's a form of identification. So that identification is very important. You could do many things with that. So of course, we're going to do outreaches for the refugee community. Uh, we are going to do things for our students. They're a big part of our economy. But you know, I just want to clarify something. Uh, this is not political. This is a reality. Uh, the legislature is taking up this bill. There's a Senate bill and an Assembly bill. And the governor, at any point in time, can go by executive order. I am not, and I repeat this and I'll say this again, I'm not going to process those licenses, but maybe I should do what Kathy Hochul proposed to do and have ICE agents at the door waiting for these people. And I'll do it. But you know what? You can't have two standards for two separate issues. When Kathy was the clerk, she said these things. It's fact. It's documented. And now we have political bosses like Jeremy Zellner who are trying to spin this. And he's wrong. And I listened to April Baskin. And I know as a former legislator what my responsibilities and duties are. We came to the legislature being proactive, doing my job. I want to thank her for getting 11 additional people because the lines are too long. No one has asked for new employees for uh, 10 years. We're going to have 14 new employees that we're processing. So I know how to do my job. Uh, we're doing a great job. But people on the other side are trying to politicize this. Well, first off, Mickey's talking about something that hasn't even occurred yet, which is a little surprising. Usually in, I, don't, I guess he's not busy. He must, he, he must be just wasting time because uh, I'm pretty busy with the work of the people doing the work that we have to do. An exasperated Erie County Executive Mark Polencars with WBEN's Mike Baggerman. Uh, I'll just say this. Uh, we are, when we take office, required to sign a form that attests that we will follow the laws of the Constitution of the United States of, of America and the Constitution, the Constitution of the State of New York and the laws thereof. We don't get to pick or choose the laws. Uh, there are laws I don't necessarily agree with, but I have to enforce because they're on the books. And I would just say that uh, uh, the clerk has got to be careful because he cannot pick and choose the laws he will enforce if they're the laws in New York. But it's sort of a big nothing burger because nothing's been passed. It's not even the law. Uh, I think what he did is he just tried to get media attention and he got it because people are reacting to something that doesn't even exist yet. Now, if the law were to actually pass and he decides to do this, is there anything that you as the county executive could do in response, or is it just watch and see what happens? Well, it's arguable that if he fails to enforce the law, uh, he violates public officer's law, and if so, then he could actually forfeit his position. He's got to be careful. Public officer's law is pretty clear. If you uh, do something that is a violation of the public officer's law under New York State law, you, you could lose your job. Ask George Holt. He lost his job as... Uh, Erie County legislator when he pled guilty to a minor uh, sales tax violation with his business. He actually lost his job as a legislator. So I think Mickey's got to be careful. He should talk to some lawyers before he goes out, but that's, he's an independently elected official. 
but as an independently elected official, you don't have a choice of which laws to enforce. And uh, it, right now, there's no law to enforce, so it's sort of nothing. Uh, and if it does become the law, he's got to be careful. He cannot elect to not choose to enforce certain laws. He would be in violation of the law. And then if he's in violation of the law, he theoretically might forfeit his position. So he might want to think twice about what he's doing. On your level, though, is there anything that you you could or would do in response to it? I don't. I, I'm not the clerk. I don't have the powers associated with the clerk, so there's nothing I could do. Uh, the clerk is an administerial position. As much as they like to say they can do X, Y, and Z, they're in a ministerial position in which they administer the laws of the state of New York. And remember, clerks can be removed by the governor, just like sheriffs can be removed by the governor if they're not doing the laws of the state of New York. So Mickey's got to be careful. Uh, it's as simple as that. I mean, I, uh, if uh, the county executive is a different position, the controller is a different position. They're not like administerial positions under the state of New York. Uh, the clerk and the sheriff are. And under the powers vested to the governor, the governor could remove the sheriff or the clerk for failure to, to enforcing and following New York state law. We've seen Sheriff Howard talk about which laws he's going to enforce, which ones he's not. Well, he doesn't have the power to do that, and in effect, he's been enforcing the laws. So, so the clerk has got to be very careful. Uh, he doesn't really have a choice in this matter. He's in a ministerial position. It's not a policymaker. And uh, I would just hope that he realizes that uh, when you sign the oath card saying you are going to uh, enforce and follow the laws of the United States and the state of New York, that means you follow all of them, regardless of whether you agree with all of them. We'll see what happens on the state level. Back tomorrow. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.